Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number five for Wednesday, November 21st. So, yesterday we had a whole day to talk about the sanctuary. And man, I don't know how far the teachers will be able to get today. The whole day is dedicated for Sabbath. And um, the lesson, again, it just gives a very panoramic view of it doesn't get into proof texting, but rather principles. And there are three things that I really appreciated that the lesson highlights. Um, number one, that God rested on the Sabbath, that He blessed the Sabbath, and that He sanctified that. And you see that sequence in Genesis, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. And, you know, ever since I, was, I grew up in the Adventist church, it always puzzled me that God would rest. Uh, I, as a child, I thought, well, He got tired. But then when I understood the concept of who God was, He's mighty, almighty, and you know, he, he tells us, you know, he doesn't sleep or slumber. Uh, I thought, well, why did he need to rest? And um, that's a, a concept that is more of an example, like teaching, like a, a parent teaching um, a child. Um, God didn't need to rest, but he did so to teach us what rest looks like. Um, it's like when Jesus got baptized. He didn't need to get baptized. He was not, he didn't have a sin to repent. But he did it to fulfill our righteousness. He, he did it to let us know what righteousness looked like in himself as a human being. Um, in my own experience, I mean, these are some, you know, limited examples that I can think of. Um, as a parent of a two-year-old or two girls now when they've gone through that transition stages, um, I don't need to drink from a sippy cup. Um, I've already outgrown that. But uh, I remember when we were trying to encourage one of our daughters away from the baby bottle and to start drinking out of a cup herself. Um, we, of course, we had those sippy cups with the little holes so that the, the, the water is, uh, you know, released with some resistance so that they're not choking on it. But I certainly didn't need a sippy cup. But my daughter didn't want to give up the bottle either. And so you try to model for them, hey, drink it from a sippy cup. Look, it's so much fun. It's so much easier. I don't need to do it, but I'm trying to model for her something that will help her grow. And in that sense, when God rested in the Garden of Eden, it wasn't because He got tired, but because humanity would need it. And it's significant because when God made Adam and Eve, it was no sin on the earth. There was no sin or decay or anything like that, no entropy. Yet, in that perfect environment, humanity still needed to rest, still needed to come away from their daily routine. And, and rest in the Hebrew does not necessarily mean like the rest that I had with my brothers last night here in the cabin. Um, it also can mean ceasing or stopping a, a behavior or a cycle. And I think that helps us understand why God did what He did. He wanted to show humanity that though we were created in a perfect environment with no sin or no decay, it did not leave out the, the fact that they still needed God. We still needed His presence because He made us with one element. He did not create a phone. He did not create something that just needs to be recharged. He created beings that He loved and would love Him. And in the, the carrying on of the business and responsibilities of caring of the Garden of Eden, God understood that unless they took time away to restore and strengthen this relationship, um, the absence of it would not allow for that growth to develop. And so ceasing to stop, even in an environment where there was no sin, Sabbath was crucial for sustaining that relationship. And so it makes us think of, you know, if that was in, in Eden where there was no sin, how much more is Sabbath important today 
when in a world that is polluted with sin and selfishness and, and, and prideful pursuits, how much more do we need to come away to this pure environment where God has set aside, which is the, the next two qualities, right? We just looked at God rested on the Sabbath, but He also blessed it. And in the Greek, when we have the Beatitudes and Jesus says, blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor, blessed are those who mourn, that word blessed just simply means happy. God placed a, a blessing of happiness and joy and fulfillment because He's in it. And the last thing that He did with the Sabbath is He sanctified it. And growing up, you know, I, I did have an experience of where I got the flavor of legalism attached to the Sabbath, unfortunately. And it became attached to that word sanctified. You know, this is a holy day, therefore don't. No, you don't do this. So for me, holiness came attached with the word no and don't. But it was not, the emphasis was not on the blessed experience in which he was happy. And it's not happy because of it's giddy or there's entertainment focused on it, but because of what Sabbath entails. is a focus on someone else now. All week long, I'm focusing on my responsibilities and duties, but Sabbath is completely about focusing on a relationship. And to focus on a relationship, you need to focus on the other person, the person in front of you, namely in this, in this situation, God. And so this happiness comes because I'm experiencing um, in a pursuit that does not involve myself. And in our world, in our uh, rhythm and pacing of our world, this becomes such a blessing. Because it's, yes, it's, it's a focus about, about God, but God is not simply saying, focus all on me. It's focused on all the beautiful things that I have um, blessed you with. And there are only two things that, had came, that came out of the Garden of Eden, Sabbath and marriage, families. And what a blessing thing it is that to be able to worship together with family and the, the rest of the church family together. There is happiness in that experience. And in order for all of that to happen, Sabbath had to be set aside, which is exactly what the word sanctified means. It is not a common day. It is not like a Tuesday. It is not like a Thursday. Sabbath, by faith, becomes a day that is not like any other, and I treat it as such. Do you have special things in your house? I know of sisters that they have uh, china uh, dishes that they only pull out on special occasions. I mean, you may have some of those traditions in your house now that the, the Thanksgiving holidays are coming up. There are individuals that only use or create these special recipes during those, these times of the, of the year. Uh, or use certain dishes or spoons or whatever during the, the holidays. Well, in that, in that practical sense, you have set those things aside because they're special. There's meaning. And for in many times, the recipes are, are special because your, your grandma or your great-grandmother gave to you. Or these dishes, it's not because they're super expensive, but because a family member or someone you love and treasure gave these things as a gift for you. So they're not common. Um, if you were to take, uh, you know, if you, like for me, um, a, my, my grandparents in, Argenti in Argentina, if I left Argentina, my grandma would have given me a cup, a plastic cup, just an average plastic cup. Um, but it's my grandma's, the cup that she gave to me, she's no longer around. And you gave me an option of drinking from a very expensive glass of champagne, you know, custom made in Switzerland or whatever. Which of those two has more value? The relationship is what gives it the value. It's not what we as humans insert it to have value. That's not where the, the true value comes from. It's not what sets it apart. Now, of course, in a very commercial, uh, money-driven society, we can get suckered into placing high value or setting things apart that have monetary value or 
material worth. But Sabbath reminds us, in the end, what truly has value are those things that have a meaning of relationship. And Sabbath became a delight. Sabbath became a blessed experience when Jesus and my relationship with Him became front and center. So this setting aside of Sabbath, if you're struggling with it, you know, if you're struggling turning off the television, if you're struggling, you know, not watching the news or playing video games, is there's just one reason and one reason only. There's a lack of relationship there. But once you have a relationship with God throughout the week, Sabbath becomes special. Just like that cup, just like those recipes, those, just like those dishes that you cannot just replace. You cannot just go to Macy's and get a new set if someone were to break it. If someone you know, did something to those dishes, the, the, the hurt that you would feel is not because they were so expensive, but because of the person that you're emotionally attached to those things is a relationship that makes those things special. And Sabbath is special, becomes special when you center on a relationship with God. And a relationship with God cannot be sustained with just a once-a-week encounter. It is a daily seeking for Him in His Word, daily seeking to spend time with Him in prayer, personal prayer with Him. So I appreciated what the lesson brings before us. And there's other things that I was going to share, but I don't want to make this uh, podcast uber long. I'm going to leave that to you. And I'm going to ask you, what is the difference between the commandments found in Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy chapter 5? Uh, the Sabbath is, is mentioned in both places, but I want you to go and study that out and share with the class. Why repeat it? And there is a difference. Why? Why did God bring that difference between the Exodus 20 and the Deuteronomy chapter 5 um, the record of the Ten Commandments? I look forward to hearing your insights. But in the meantime, don't forget, Sabbath will not become special because you create a long list of do's and don'ts. Sabbath will not become special to you because it's a day off where you take a nap. Sabbath will not become special simply because you like going to church or you like your pastor. Sabbath will become special, will become a blessing for you, a day where you delight to stop what you're doing and rejoice that it is set apart because of your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And today, you and I have that privilege of pursuing that relationship, of seeking for Him in prayer and hungering for Him through the Word. So take time today to strengthen and build that relationship so that when Sabbath comes around, it will become a day of blessing, of delight, of spending time with the Lord and with family. This is the heart of Sabbath. It reminds us we were built for relationships.